This is from the Kutay Sichas Chelag Yud Dalid. Pashas Ve'eschanon, Sicha number two. In this week's Pasha, there are two central mitzvahs commanded, the mitzvah of learning Torah and the mitzvah of reciting the Shema. Now the mitzvah of reciting Shema is mandated twice daily, once at night and once in the morning. And that's why we do say a bracha over this mitzvah twice every day, once at night and once in the morning. Whereas the mitzvah of, of uh, studying Torah is an ongoing mitzvah with no differentiation between night and day. And that's why there's a, only one bracha recited over the mitzvah of learning Torah every day. The reason for this difference between Torah study and Shema is because the point of Shema, the point of reciting the Shema, is to make God the king of the world, or to help the world recognize that God is the boss of the world. When we say, Shema, listen up, Hashem Echad, God is one, we are trying to educate the universe, beginning with ourselves, to recognize that Hashem is one. But when we say Hashem Echad, it's explained that Echad, which means one, Aleph is Hashem, the Ches of the word Echad is the seven heavens and the earth, meaning all of the dimensions of existence. And Dalid, the last letter in the word Echad is the four directions, north, south, east, and west, meaning there is a world and there are many dimensions and there's four directions. There is definitely a world that exists and this world needs to be taken by the hand and educated that there is a God, that there is an owner, the world has an owner. Hashem Echad. That's the purpose of saying Shema. And when it comes to educating the world, you need to look at the world closely, you need to take the world's conditions into consideration in order to know how best to approach the world, how best to speak to the world, how best to connect to the world, how best to convey the message of the Shema to the world. The world needs to be taken into consideration. By contrast, the mitzvah of learning Torah, the message, the achievement, what happens when a person learns Torah, you get a sense that there is only Hashem. You are studying the inner workings of Hashem's mind and Hashem's heart in this study of Torah. And from that place, you look around, there is no world. The world is completely nullified. There is only a creator. There is no world. There's only the Abish there. That's why people, when they study Torah, you can forget that there's a world. You close the book and look around and remember, oh, look at that, there's a world. The Torah negates the existence of the world. Even when the Torah was given on Mount Sinai, the world temporarily, for all practical purposes, vanished. There was not a sound. The world froze in place when Hashem gave the Torah. The ocean didn't make any sound. The birds stopped chirping. The trees stopped rustling. Everything stopped because the Torah was being given. And with the, from the Torah's view, from the Torah's perspective, there is no world. Yes, the Torah talks about the world, but only for the purposes of the Torah study. The world is there only as it exists within the, within the Torah. So this is the difference between the Torah, between the mitzvah of learning Torah and the mitzvah of saying the Shema, is that 
the mitzvah of learning Torah helps us to gain a certain mastery over the world because when you study the Torah, the world's imposing existence disappears and you are one with Hashem and there is no daunting universe to compete with that. But ultimately, that's not the purpose. That's only the empowerment. The purpose is to take a close look at the world and help the world come to that same realization. But that can only happen if the world and its condition are taken into consideration. And that's why when it comes to Shema, there's two mitzvahs. One, to say Shema during the day, and one, to say Shema during the night, because the world is not always the same, and the conditions are not always the same, and even the person who is accomplishing the education of the world is not always going to be in the same situation and holding at the same level. It's going to be fluctuation. Sometimes will be moments of enlightenment, and sometimes will be moments of darkness and blindness. And the message is, you have to say the Shema by day and by night. That even during the worst of times, the world can and therefore has to be educated about the existence of a God and urged to raise itself closer to Hashem. And even in the best of times, when the light is shining brightly, the world still needs to be educated about Hashem. That Hashem exists and the world exists only as it's connected to Hashem. But you got to take these differences and these changes into consideration, and that's why with the mitzvah of Shema, there is a difference between the mitzvah during the day and a mitzvah during the night. So this helps us understand the connection between the beginning and the end of Shas, of Gemara. Shas, the Gemara opens up with the mitzvah of saying Shema at night, which as we've just discussed is the idea of even during the toughest times, even during times of darkness, we still are conscious and active in the mission of bringing the world closer to Hashem. But from where do we get the power to overcome the darkness? How could it be that we're not swallowed up by the darkness, but rather we vanquish it and we shine it away? So you go to the end of Shas, the last Mishnah in Gemara, and that is, anyone who learns Halachas every day, people who learn Torah every day, are guaranteed a portion in the world to come. In other words, that through learning Torah, Torah as it is completely transcendent above the world, you empower yourself through the Torah study to be able to then enter into the world and grab the world by the horns and elevate it and polish it and show how this is truly the Abishta's world, this is Hashem's world, a beautiful world, Hashem's garden. And that's what's accomplished, that's what's possible when a person is connected to the Torah.